The time is drawing near. Time is drawing near. August 27th approaches. 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. at the substation in Seattle, Washington. Modular Seattle and Patchwork present Velocity, trade show, seminars, workshops, performances. Richard Devine, Daedalus, Lisa Belladonna, and Bad Snacks are headlining. We've also got Walker Farrell, Todd Barton, and a bunch of other amazing performers. And a live Podular Modcast with Richard Devine, Daedalus, and Lisa Belladonna. Once again, that is August 27th, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. at the substation in Seattle, Washington. Velocity. Visit VelocitySeattle.com for more information. Hello and welcome back to Podular Modcast. My name's Tim and this week we're just going to hang out and play with some of the new modules that I've got recently. Um, and some not so recently, but just haven't had time to really go over them. I haven't done demos on the show in a while, haven't done patch challenges on the show in a while, and to be honest, it's just, it's because uh, my life is crazy, crazy busy. And I know that's like an annoying thing. Like people are like, oh my God, I'm so busy. But like, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of stuff going on. Um, that's one of the reasons I don't have a guest this week. I just didn't have time to, or the mental capacity to uh, book a guest. Um, but that's all right. I like to do these solo episodes every so often. And uh, so I'll play some, uh, some of your music. Some people have submitted music lately. Um, I'll probably play some music that I've been really, uh, you know, feeling lately. And then, yeah, we'll go over some of these modules. But before we get into that, I would like to say thank you to Patchworks for their continued support of Podular Modcast. Just the best, just the best people, the best store. I just, I love going in there. Um, head over to patchworks.com to check out all their great stuff. P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S.com. Um, let's see, what was the last thing I got at Patchworks? Uh, I haven't been in in a while. But I think the last thing I got, I, I told you all about, was that um, the stereo image processor from Chaos Devices, the, Min the Minsk, Minsk. Um, what else did I get there? I got another really cool thing there the same day, I think. The QPOS, maybe, is the, another thing that I got there. Um, and I got that um, Micro Freak, which I haven't really played at all, but I, I kind of got that as just like one of those synths that's there when I need to just play a synth piece um, rather than try to patch it up if I have a specific melody that I want to play or something so um, it's really cool but yeah I just don't really use it that often but uh, anyways here is the list of modules that I'm gonna go over today some have been sent in by uh, you know people who who are amateur module makers some of them um, from big companies and some of them from uh, some of them I bought. So uh, let's see, what am I gonna talk about today? I'm gonna talk about the iDum from Mystic Circuits. It is so fun, I just got it the other day and uh, it's the instant IDM maker. Uh, it's a, it's a basically a, a trigger sequencer that has a bunch of really, really cool features on it. Um, what is it? 
I think Eli from Mystic Circuit says he, uh, the, the idea is to um, make intelligent dance music or make IDM possible for people of normal to average intelligence or something like that. I think that's really funny. Um, and then I'm going to talk about the menagerie, which we talked about last week with Technologic. Um, and the new firmware update for the Aurora. It's a little bit more of like a traditional uh, reverb, and I really, really like it. You can actually hear it on uh, the Surface, which is also from Qubit. That's what's playing behind me right now. Um, I've got this really, really crazy thing called the Nyquist Nightmare from Modular for the, uh, yeah, Modular for the Masses. Um, this is the first module they've made, and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty wily and crazy. What else do I got? Um, I got the zero two or the two zero from DPW and the switch from DPW, which I still haven't really wrapped my head around. So I'm gonna do that in real time with you. Um, I got this a really long time ago, but I don't know how much I really talked about it. Uh, but I really love it. Is the Schlappy Engineering Boundary? Um, I recently got the Music Thing Modular Graphic EQ, so I'm going to test that out today. Uh, Pichinko um, from After Later Audio, that thing, and IDUM together are amazing. Um, let's see. Yeah, the Minsk. Min, Minsk. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's all. Maybe I'll, I'll find something else, but that, that should keep us pretty busy. Um, so basically, this patch that you hear right now, I took this sequence from Surface that was coming. So I, I uh, sent Pachinko into IDUM, and then I am uh, triggering the Surface with IDUM. And then I'm also triggering some stuff on Carve, which are basically like these big uh, AR envelopes and boundary um, to modulate uh, the Surface and what else um let's see here so i took the surface and i recorded it into morphogene and then of course uh pitched it down and, and and added some crazy modulation to that um and then i'm triggering um the play input on morphogene with idum as well um and then i am uh, running that through qpos and then through mimeophone and then surface is going actually into some vcas on carve um that's what's given it this kind of like breathing or, or uh, kind of almost sidechain compression-y, uh, you know, I don't know how I do, I know there's a term for this, kind of like pulsing sound, uh, and then running that into Aurora. Um, I'm using Menagerie as well to modulate the warp effect on um, Aurora, which has a different function, because there's a whole different faceplate for this firmware update, actually, so I'm going to have to pull that up uh, to be able to actually talk about it. I feel like I'm rambling right now, so I'm just gonna stop doing that and let you listen to this patch for a few minutes, and then I want to show you something really, really cool uh, in specific that I found with Surface and Aurora while making this patch. Um, but yeah, let's just enjoy this for a second.
Okay, so this this uh, firmware update for Aurora, uh, it's called the FDN verb. So that stands for Feedback Delay Network Reverb. Uh, it's very, very fun. So one thing that I, I got the settings all nice and dialed in um, before I even knew what each setting was. I was just playing with the knob. But this particular voice uh, from Surface going into Aurora uh, when you turn the mix all the way up and have the uh, the the parameter set right on the the FDN reverb, uh, it turns into a really really convincing like violin sound. So uh, yeah, let's hear that. I'm gonna start with it dry here for a second, and then we'll work into the uh, the, the the fully wet signal. lovely I just love that um, so that kind of quick speeding up of the uh, like more like uh, staccato-y triplet-y type uh, I guess you'd call them like Boeing's of this this now violin uh, that's coming from item which is being triggered by pachinko uh, and I've got some modulation going into the parameters um, the parameter actually feature which kind of kicks up that that uh, that faster, almost like uh, ratcheting type thing. Um, yeah, I actually don't understand item well enough to tell you exactly what's happening here. But uh, I just thought that was a really cool uh, feature here on this new firmware update. I It's the first patch that I've made with the firmware update, so we're gonna explore that uh, even more throughout the show. What, what should we look at? I mean, we're not done here. Maybe we should dive into iDum a little bit more um, thoroughly. This is how, this is another reason I'm doing this show is because I haven't had time to actually learn these new modules that I've got. And I'm like, well, I have too much to do. I need to get an episode ready and I need to do this. And I'm like, okay, well, I do want to learn these modules. Why don't I just learn them in real time on an episode of PodMod. That way I'm actually working and I don't feel like I'm messing around. So, yeah, let's do that. Thank you so much for your patience. Well, if you're being patient with me right now. If you're not, well then, um, I don't know what to tell you. Take a deep breath. In through your nose, one. Out through your mouth, two. Go up to ten. Start over. If you forget your place, just start over again from one and don't, don't get mad about it, you know? Okay, let's dive in. So what is item? Uh, item is a gate processing effect that turns its inputs effortlessly into IDM. Um, so IDM stands for Intelligent Dance Music, and I, f I feel like the best, the best uh, quick way to wrap your he head around what IDM is is uh, Autekker. Um, so really weird drum sequences that are kind of uh, ratchety and glitchy and kind of all over the place. And usually that's kind of difficult to do or at least takes a lot of modules within the Eurorack system. So the idea here is you can, you know, save yourself some space and uh, some headaches by 
just using item. So you can think of item as a uh, kind of almost like an effects processor for your uh, your sequences. For example, a filter or delay allows the user to alter their sound by twisting the knobs or modulating the parameters. Similarly, item manipulates the actual gates and sequences of connected modules, but with a level of playability normally inaccessible to a sequencer. Um, so yeah, you can. There's a bunch of different trigger ins and modu modulation ins, but it's it's actually really really fun to just manually play it. Um, so we'll go through these modes one by one, but I just want to uh, mention really quick that in addition to these modes, item features an eight step looper that loops incoming gates as well as any of the effects that were active on those steps. Um, so whatever the CV was doing to, uh, you know, this mode that you're in, um, that will stay within that loop if you if you hit loop. So you, you can get some uh, kind of like how Pachinko or, um, uh, you know, the, uh, the Turing machine, you can, it is random, uh, but you can lock, you can lock stuff in uh, that you like. So you can get some repeatability, which is really nice. And what's more here, um, so just to be clear, this is not a random module. It's just whatever you, you plug in and it depends on what mode you're in and stuff, but um, it almost can sound random, especially if you're looping uh, through all of your different modes. Um, but what's really, really cool about this is you can actually go through and remove different modes. So you could remove everything but the mode that you really like and loop it there. And then uh, if you were using something like a random modulation source going in, then you would actually be able to loop that, take the, the modulation out and have that um, modulation stay there. So I hope that made sense. Okay, so I'm not gonna have time to go through this module like all the way. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna just kind of tell you what the different modes do um, and then just show you one that uh, I, I'm currently really enjoying. Um, what you're hearing right now is just the pachinko uh, triggering or go, yeah, I've got the, the, the pachinko going into item. Um, I've turned some of the CV on the uh, X side of Pachinko into random gates as well. It's a really cool feature on it. Um, so those are all going into various inputs on uh, item. But what you're hearing right now is just what Pachinko is doing. Um, so I'm triggering the Baker, uh, which is a smaller peaks with, uh, with the tenuverters on it for the incoming CV um, for the bass and kick. And then I'm using the surface from Qubit, um, triggering that with item as well. And then I've just got some really fun modulation, like changing around um, the uh, the model on surface and um, some, yeah, I think that's about it. Not a whole lot. Uh, running surface into Aurora, or I guess the uh, FDN verb from Qubit, and then I'm running um, the Baker into QPOS and then into Mimeophone, clocking mini Mimeophone with um, with one of the outs from IDUM as well. Uh, yeah, just some, 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 some cool stuff. Anyways, let's get onto these modes. So there's a nice big dial in the middle, a uh, big knob that goes through all the different modes. I believe there are eight. Yep, eight modes. The first is, uh, is a hold mode, so after the length, or after, it alters the length of the incoming triggers. Then there's the burst, which uh, generates a ratcheting effect with timing determined by the clock. So let's actually just turn this up really quick. And you can hear 
into some really fast ratcheting. Um, but there's a chance slider. So basically right now I've turned the chance slider all the way down and the length slider all the way down on item, which means that it's just passing uh, the, the, the pachinko gates through unaltered and then there's a parameter button as well so when I turn so now I'm gonna turn the chance knob up to 50% so now there's a 50% chance that it's gonna do this ratcheting uh, I've got the parameter in the middle uh, if I put it all the way up you can see it goes to super fast ratcheting so I'll just actually go to about 11 o'clock and then I'll put the length uh, up to it goes up to 8 um, and I'll put that around 4 so this is with no CV controlling any of the parameters. This is just like a 50% chance that um, this ratcheting thing is going to happen. So I'll turn that back down. Uh, there's a multiply and divide mode that generates a ratcheting effect with timing determined by the incoming triggers. There's a ball mode which generates a bouncing ball effect. There's rotate which scrambles the connections of the inputs and outputs, which I think is pretty fun. Let's just uh, let's put that one on really quick. So we'll go to 50% chance on that for length parameter in the middle. Again, no CV controlling the parameters of this. Let's turn it chance all the way up to 100%. So now this is scrambling the output. So we, we, we lose the beat kind of because you know we're not getting our kick and snare happening uh, on the kick and snare timing. Um, let's see, after rotate, it goes to delay, which postpones incoming gates by a dynamic amount of time based uh, on the incoming triggers. Let me read that again. Postpones incoming gates by a dynamic amount of time based on incoming triggers. Uh, and then the break, which I really like, uh, they just preset rhythms that turn incoming triggers into break beats. And then finally, there's a skip, which manipulates the clock output to multiply the clock speed or skip forward multiple steps. Um, so what I'm going to do is just run some modulation into the parameter and into the chance and into the uh, length. So we're not going to get a steady um, a steady percentage for the chance. It's going to constantly be changing. Uh, and then, of course, the parameter is going to be. Um, I've actually got three different CV sources going into the 2-0 from DPW. So we're getting a pretty wild source there. And I've got that attenuated a little bit. And then running a pretty basic um, bipolar. Or no, no, I'm running a sample and hold uh, into the length here. So let me turn this, the chance up to 50% and the loop up and I'll turn down the parameter because the parameter seems to really have a pretty drastic effect on what you're hearing. Um, yeah, and, and just keep in mind, like I said, this is the first patch I've ever made with it. I think, uh, you know, taking some time to find the right CV here, uh, I think switching, using a switch to go in between CVs and stuff will be very, very useful. Um, but you can just hear, like, how, how crazy this thing can get. <laughs> Yeah, it seems to play really well with uh, with Pachinko as well. So, um, yeah, that's Item Mystic Circuits. Go check it out, uh, and you're definitely going to be hearing more from me about it because I'm pretty into it. Uh, so I, I I don't see myself not using it uh, in the the near future.
All right, let's listen to some music now. This is from a, a duo called Stract uh, from Australia. Um, this album is being released on a new label based out of Australia called Blurred Vision. I will put a link in the show description for this, but this track is pretty fun. Uh, the album is called Diagnoses, and this track is called Induced Psychotic Disorder with Hallucinations. Sounds like fun. Once again, that's from Stract, off the new label, Blurred Vision, out of Australia. Link in the show description. The album is Diagnoses. Thanks for uh, sending that in, y'all. I like it. It's very good. What do we do next? Let's talk about this Menagerie module. It's pretty, pretty interesting from uh, Technologic. So at its core, Menagerie is a light sensing voltage controller with a built-in dimmable LED panel. Uh, these forces combine to create a mysterious light show in your Eurorack case. And like I said, it is just so gorgeous looking. Um, it beckons you to explore a myriad of possibilities. 
harnessing wild waveforms and light waves, putting them on display. There are so many ways to use it. You can send pulsating controls to produce a rhythmic light show. You can remove the dynamic shield to illuminate even the darkest corners of your case, um, or experiment with ambient and contrived light sources to generate magical control signals. Uh, I've used my flashlight with it a little bit, and it's pretty fun. Um, so yeah, they say a phantasmagoric experience awaits. This is kind of a hard one to um, demonstrate, you know, just with audio because it is so visual. Uh, so I'll, I'm going to use it throughout uh, some of the patches we do when I talk about some of the other modules, and I'll tell you how I'm using it. Um, I'm looking at the website right now, and oh my god, this pink faceplate is so cool. It's not. It's like a. It's like a. Uh, like the type of pink you'd see on a frosting on a cupcake. I love it. Before I get into the next module, um, let's play one more song. This is from The Animals at Night, the creator of the Podular Modcast theme song, and my good buddy, Greg Markle. Um, he is The Animals at Night, uh, also half of Recovery Effects. This is off the new Animals at Night record called, or EP called Duets. This, uh, this track's called Dreamscape LCD. Let's get into it. All right, once again, that is The Animals at Night, a.k.a. Greg Markle of Recovery Effects. Go check out the Bandcamp page there of uh, The Animals at Night. Lots of good EPs. Greg releases a few EPs a year, and they're all very good, and I'd say they're all pretty different from each other because he always uses a different technique. Um, so now this thing that you hear fading up behind me is the Ensemble Oscillator from 4MS, and I'm running that into uh, a mimeophone, and I'm slowly phasing out the mimeophone, um, and I'm also running it in through the uh, Nyquist Nightmare. So now you can really hear this Nyquist Nightmare coming up. Um, I think the tagline for it is destroy all signals. So uh, this module is a modulator demodulator. There are four knobs up at the top um, that all interact with each other. They take a signal and mangle it beyond all recognition. Um, and there's no CV control over these top um, controls, but it's, it's pretty fun to play manually. 
Um, so it's like there's a um, the input is used to frequency modulate a VCO that can oscillate beyond anybody's hearing range, so super super high frequency. Uh, and this leads to a kind of signal degradation. Um, and then there is like a, a high pass and a low pass filter on it with some um, uh, some uh, there's a, le a resonance knob for the low pass. So there is a VCF CV in so that controls the filter knobs. Um, there's an effects uh, volume like uh, attenuator and then there's a dry wet signal. So yeah, I'm just basically running this this uh, chord progression from uh, Ensemble into the, the Nyquist Nightmare and running that then into the, uh, the, the Aurora or the uh, actually the FDN, net, uh, net, yeah, the FDN reverb. Um, so you can hear this thing just really, really destroys signals. Um, so if that's what you're looking for, if you're looking for something that just absolutely mangles, then, uh, then I say, I say get, get after it. Um, I think it's a limited run, and I think there are some left, and I will put a uh, link in the show description, but this is uh, from Modular for the Masses, um, and it's, uh, it's very affordable, it's, and you can get a kit too, so for 45 bucks you could just get the, the pieces to build this kit, and then, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's less than 100 bucks for the, for the completely built module. So if you want to get into some weird territory, then uh, yeah, head over to the show description and click that link. All right, next up, let's take a listen to what I've got going here with the uh, the zero two or Z two dual zero difference um, module from DPW. This is my third or fourth attempt at trying to. Uh, read to you from the manual what it does and I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around it. I should probably watch, uh, watch the demo videos before I try to do this, but I like to try to figure it out on my own. There are two sides of the Z2. It's built around a comparator and a one-bit memory that is clocked by the comparator. Um, so basically you're just getting, you're, you're getting a mixture of these two signals and one's coming out when one's high and one's coming out when it's high and, and uh, you can also uh, send a gate into the the third input to control this um, So what I've got going here is I've got two different um, Oscillating bipolar signals coming from carve going into the a and B channels of the two zero and then I've got or the Z2 and then I'm running the output into the frequency in on QPOS. I've got the ensemble oscillator uh, Going into the two channels on QPOS, and I'm using the low pass and band pass out into the mimeophone so here I'm getting into some audio rate signals from the carve. So it's getting pretty wild. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to start modulating the uh, the release time of both of the um, the basically looping envelopes coming from carve. And then I'm going to use so I'm using boundary to uh, to clock one of those or not clock one of those, but change the release time and then uh, one of the the the, the Y output from Pachinko, which is a bipolar signal. Um, but it's just a really fascinating, cool control over this. And then I'm going to plug the end of rise from the boundary into the D, where you can you can plug the D channel of Z2, where you can plug uh, a trigger or a gate sequence in. Um, 
but I'll be honest with you. Like I said, I, 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 I don't fully understand this. All I know is I'm getting some really, really, really cool results out of it. So yeah, with that end of rise signal, I'm going to start getting kind of like this percussive thing going here pretty soon with clocking the, the D channel. But I got to find the right... Here we go. We're finding the right, uh, the right values on carve. And so what I'm going to try to do next is get something similar going on both of the channels and then run uh, the outputs from the two channels into the switch module from DPW and try to use these in conjunction with each other. So it will uh, probably get even wilder than this, but I think this is just really cool. So let's just, let's just bask in the glory of this weirdness for a minute before we do that. So I did make that patch, but here's the deal. This is my third session trying to make this episode uh, in the last seven days. I just uh, got home from teaching a class. So it's like, it's 11.30 at night right now. Um, I, maybe I spent too much time on this patch, but uh, here's what I'm gonna do because I, I haven't had time with uh, velocity coming up and everything, um, just various other reasons. I haven't had time to do a lot of booking or planning for the podcast. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to end this podcast now, and next week I am going to walk through this patch because I'm pretty stoked on it. Um, and then I'll also talk about some other modules and play some more music. So if you have some music that you just made and you want me to play it, then send me an email at podmodcast at gmail.com with a download link, wave files only, please. It's not Podular Modcast, it's podmodcast at gmail.com, and that was a really stupid decision on my part. Um, what else? If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash podularmodcast. I appreciate everybody who has signed up recently, and anybody who has signed up in the past, and anybody who will sign up in the future. I would also like to thank Patchworks for their continued support of the show. Please visit them at patchworks.com. Um, also, Tiny Crush Mixing. Head over to tinycrushmixing.com to uh, get 10% off your first mixing project with Hugo. Obsidian Sound, you can also get 10% off your mastering 
of your album over at obsidiansound.net if you mention you heard about it here. Also, uh, after later audio, thank you for your continued support of Podular. And after later audio, thank you as well for your continued support of Podular Podcast. Okay, so as I said, I'm going to go through this patch uh, on part two of this episode next week. And um, here's the deal. Everything that you've heard so far is just like eight bars of this part of it that I found that I really liked and looped. But because, uh, you know, just different CV control and and switching and everything, uh, it's not this repetitive. So what I'm going to do is when I'm done talking, I'm going to play the remaining like seven minutes of it just kind of doing its thing. Um, And I haven't listened to it all the way through, uh, but I think it'll be cool. Um, But what I'm going to do is I'm going to find all the chunks that I like and put them in order. Uh, Anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself because that's the point of next week's episode. So I'm going to shut up. So I'm going to shut up now and let you listen to this patch. And uh, before I go, I want to remind you that there are links in the show description to all the albums and music that I played and the modules that are part of this episode. Thank you for listening. And until next week. Oh, and the secret word is freeze twist. I just, that's, I'm not explaining that one, it's stupid. How about time? Twist freeze. Twist freeze? Okay, scratch that. I don't like any of those. Let's do... Rotated meme. Rotated meme. Alright, I'm done. Until next week.